And the word marvel, or marvelous, always comes from the short word we use, which is marvel, meaning it's out of our mind. We just don't know how this is done. Mm. How incredible is this thing? They, marvelous is that word that is done on us. And notice how they make their superhero comics, Mr. Marvel, Miss Marvel. Right. Wrong yes. set of people. Yes. That's right. We the Marvel. That's right. We the Captain Marvel. Uh, we have the Miss Marvels. But then when we read them, read what it says. And that my soul knoweth right well. And my soul has an inclination. It has a proclivity to know the things that are right. Why? Because I'm holding on to the commandments. I'm Come. following his statutes. Woo! This is getting me excited. <laughs> and then when we read it now, it says. My substance was not hid from thee. And he said, my substance, the things that made me up, made up every part of me. Go on. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. In other words, I was framed together skillfully. Come. Like a like a watchman making the intricacies of a, of a timepiece. Come. Read. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in thy book, all my members were written. Go on. Which in continuance were fashioned when yet, Salaki, when as yet there was none of them. In other words, he took his time to put us together. We were, we're not thrown together. We're not scraps that have been picked up from, from one scrap site to another scrap site. He didn't use inferior metals. You know, when you're when you're making some timepieces, you've got to get the best gold. That's, you, that's why in the, in the old watchmakers, they used to put jewels in watches. Yeah. And we are that because there's jewels in us. Because we as his people, we make up his diadem. We make up his crown. When you look across at us, look at the blends that we have. Look at the shades that we have. Yes. Come on, somebody. Yes. As that yes. The Christians said, touch two people. <laughs> because when this begins to work on you. So we know who we are. And, you're, and, and, and you, are, in fact, are the best of the best. You are precious. Read verse 17 and we'll stop there. Verse 17. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, so oh God. He has reserved only precious thoughts to us. Precious. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O oh Yahweh. Read. How great is the sum of them. How great is the sum of them. I lied. Read verse 18. If I should count them. They are more in number than the same. In other words, if I thought about it, it we are numberless. And, and here's the thing. Half the qualities of his children, his people, we've not yet even used them. God. We haven't even come into the place to use them yet. Because Look at what they said. They said, they said, how can we sing Yahweh's song in a strange land? God. So there are things that's in us that we can't use it here. We're going to wait until we get home. That's right. We're going to get back to, to Beulah land. Huh? Come, Come on, Come. church. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
That's what we used to sing, by the rivers of Babylon where we sat down. But read on, finish it. When I awake, I am still with thee. When I awake, I'm still with him. Meaning we've never left his side. That's right. He's not forgotten us. That's right. We've forgotten him, but he's not forgotten us. Wonderful is his name. Let's hit a precept on that. Let's go to Psalm chapter 40 and verse 5 for me real quick. And uh, Romans 11 afterwards. So what did I say, Psalms? 45, go ahead. The book of Psalms, chapter 40 and verse 5. Go ahead. Many, O my, Salaki, O Most High, my power, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to us words. There it is. His thoughts are to us would read. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. Read. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. So we don't have the capacity to name all the things that he has thought towards us. He said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God. That's what he tells us. Romans chapter 11 and uh, Romans chapter 11, Romans chapter 11, 11, 30, 33. Romans 11 and 33. Let's hit that one. Come. The book of Romans chapter 11 and verse 33. Oh, the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Read. How unsearchable. How unsearchable. You can't find the depths or the bottom of what he has done for us. Go on. Are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Past finding out. Come. Oh, All right, that's, that's heavy, that's heavy. The spirit is moving tonight. Hallelujah. Right. Any other questions anybody has? Go ahead, go ahead. So does that also have to do with regeneration, meaning the members? Uh, yes, indeed, because of the fact that, remember, as far as we are concerned, uh, we as his people, we go through transition. Let's go to Ecclesiastes, whilst we're out there. Chapter 11 and verse, 11 and verse 5, 11 and verse 5, let's, let's tie that in with, Let's start it in with verse 15 of Psalm 139 and verse 15. Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 5, if you please. <clears throat> Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Is, is there, it's going to talk about bones and things like that, okay? Let's go. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 5. As thou knowest, not what is the way of the Spirit. See that? Go on. Nor how the bones. Now how what? Nor oh, how the bones read. do grow in the womb of her read. that is with child. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. Who maketh all. You tie that precept in real quick to Psalms 139 and verse 15. All right? So that goes back to your question. All right? That answers that. All right. Any other questions that anybody has pertaining to anything else? If you do, I'm giving you an opportunity. So I, uh, I mean, I've got the email question, which I'm, I'm going to answer before we get through. So, so go ahead and uh, ask. Go ahead. It's from the uh, teaching on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. um, when you talked about how the women would be ravished. Yes. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about this offline, or um, to talk 
No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm easy with it. It's just that it's a, um, it's a difficult one for people to really uh, get their head around because um, there is a uh, there is a concept that different camps have towards it. So uh, there are there are camps who believe that um, the the women. In fact, do you have the scripture there? Let me just quickly go there real quick. There's one in Isaiah, but um, if you have it, just tell me. Say me having to strain my brains out. Anyone have it? Or, uh, let, let me just look it up for you. Um, well, Isaiah thirteen sixteen. I'm sorry. Isaiah 13, 16, and then you 13, 16. and then Zechariah 14, and 1. So Isaiah chapter 13, 16. Uh, yeah, let's start, let's start 13, 15. Let's go there first. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 15. Go ahead. Everyone that is found shall be thrust through. Shall be thrust through, all right? So, <clears throat> it's dealing with the fact that um, in, in, in that time, the nations who have held us and abused us, they will also be destroyed and abused. And so when we read it, but it said, everyone that is found um, in fact, let me just quickly read. Go ahead, yes, yes. Everyone that is found shall be thrust through. Go on. And everyone that is joined unto them shall fall by the sword. Shall do what? Shall fall by the sword. Shall fall by the sword. Is that what it says? Come. Shall fall by the sword. Go on. Their children also shall be dashed to pieces. Now. Before you finish that, it said that children also shall be dashed in pieces. Now, the primary reasons for that is because this, by the way, goes back over um, centuries. If I want, and by the way, it's impossible, no, it's not impossible, but it's, you can't just use one illustration because there'd be many. Okay. If we went all the way back to uh, the UK and we were dealing with the Irish, the original Irish were, were dark-skinned people, people of color. Oh. Now, under Cromwell, Oliver Cromwell, who was the one who attempted to have King James destroyed and also uh, went against his son, that his son had to leave and go and live over in, in France, uh, going to exile, couldn't come back. But Cromwell now took over the, 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 the kingdom of the, of the United Kingdom and made himself uh, the Lord of all England. And as Lord Ruler, he took all of the paintings and, and everything that looked like a Negro person, burnt them all, and they say in Westminster uh, Central, which is near the House of Parliament. He burned everything so everyone saw it. Here's the other thing that he did. He went to Ireland and he had all of the, um, the people there taken into slavery and shipped them over to Africa and many of them were sent to uh, slaves over to Barbados. 
That's why to this very day, you will find, uh, we call them Bayesian or Barbasian, you will find that they speak with a Caribbean tone type Irish accent to this very day. Because their foreparents came from Ireland. A lot of people don't know this. And you have to also remember this as well, that men were not tall of stature back in those days. Men were smaller back in that time. And so the Irish were also, they, they likened them to pygmies. Hence why you hear certain things used about um, leprechauns. That's all speaking about black men. You see? And, and so when you, when you hear all these things and you see it, you think, well, you know, it's, it, it's, it's all related to the little white, you know, guy with the ginger hair and he's wearing a green outfit and, it's, and, and all it. No, it has nothing to do with him. It goes back beyond him. But they won't teach that because that's not a pretty sight or a pretty side of the history. Now, when they were doing that, to convince them that they would do a whole, bring a whole lot of hell to them, they took the children and they bashed their heads against trees, against walls, against the ground, and they put on, let horses tread on them. They did the most despicable thing. And they raped many of the women. They ravished them, and they did all of those things, you see? So by the time many of the women ended up over in the Caribbean or some back in, in uh, the Africans, they were bearing children that were of mixed heritage. See that? So you're seeing some of those histories are never shouted out because Esau does not want to bring that side of his story out. Here when we read the scriptures now, it's speaking about a particular, in the book of Psalms, I'm sorry, book of Isaiah here, speaking primarily about the Medes and how they're going to be destroyed and et cetera, et cetera, in Babylon. But when we read it now, verse 16, and read it again, if you please. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 16. Go on. Their children also shall be dashed to pieces. Their children shall be dashed to pieces. Go on. Before their eyes. Before what? Before, Before their, their eyes. eyes. Before their eyes. Go on. Their houses shall be spoiled. Their houses shall be spoiled. Go on. And their wives ravished. And their wives ravished. Hold that. Let's go to Psalms 137. Uh, <clears throat> Psalms 137. Yes, sir. That's the one. Psalms 137 and 9. Well done. Go ahead. Psalms chapter 137 and verse 9. Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stone. Read. Read it again from the top, sir. Psalms chapter 137 and verse 9. Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stone. Against the stones. God. Now what would say, that's not my God. That's not Jesus, that's not him. He's good and fair to everyone. Well, here's what you've got to understand. He is a just God, and therefore he's going to balance the books. Do you really think that you're going to do all those things, and you're going to get away scot-free? I think not. So when we look at that, run to Psalms chapter 2 and 9. Run, run there, run there, just read just that verse. It's a well-known verse. <clears throat> Psalms chapter 2 and verse 9. Go ahead. Thou shalt break them 
with the rod of iron. They shall do what? Thou shalt break them with the rod of iron. With the rod of iron. Finish it. Thou shalt dash them in pieces. Do what? Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Like a potter's vessel. Good. So it's, it's showing you that that's what's going to uh, you know, what's, what's going to happen to their nations as well for what they did to our ancestors. Now, let's deal with the ravishing part because obviously that's the part that people struggle with. But let's go to Zechariah chapter 14 and 2 just for real quick. Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 2. Okay, here we go. Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 2. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. To battle, go on. And the city shall be taken. And the city shall be what? And the city shall be taken. Go on. And the houses, Salaki, rifled. And the women ravished. And half of the city shall go forth into captivity. Read it again from the top. Come, for I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity. Into captivity. All right. So, did you finish it? No, sir. Go ahead. And the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. They shall not be cut off from the city. So, it's letting you know that the women are going to be, uh, going, they're going to be, go ahead. Nahum 3 and 10. All right, let's hit that real quick before I go further. Nahum 3 and 10. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nahum chapter 3 and verse 10. Go ahead. Yeah, was she carried away? She went into captivity. Her young children also were dashed in pieces at the top of all the streets. Go on. And they cast lots for her honorable men. Go on. And all her great men were bound in chains. Well, what? Were bound in chains. Bound in chains. Come. Now, what you'll find, what happened to uh, our people, because many of our people were ravished, and uh, also our women were, were ravished, but... And let me see if I can put it into context. Now remember, our men were were ravished also. Because there's some sickness among Esau. Mm -hmm. And so they, you know, uh, they had a bloodthirst, a, a flesh, a bloodthirst, and they took it out on us. And they did that for many, many hundreds of years. Now, there are camps that believe that during that time that the Most High is going to allow uh, for the uh, the men to go forth and ravish the women. I'm pausing for a moment to allow you time for that to sink in. Now, which women are you speaking about? The women who are of the nations. Now, that's a big pill for you to swallow, isn't it? Oh, are you saying? No, that's what the scripture is saying. Let's go back to Isaiah. In fact, there was a second one. Uh, where was the other one, by the way? Um, in fact, go back and go, go ahead and read it, please. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter uh, 13, and let's read verse 16. 
Isaiah chapter 13 and verse 16. In fact, read from 17, come on down. Come, verse 17. Behold, I will stir up the Medes on. against them, read. which shall not regard silver. As for gold, read. they shall not delight in it. Read. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces. Shall do what? Shall dash the young men to pieces. Read. And they shall have no pity. Have what? Have no pity, pity. Read. on the fruit of the womb. Read. Their eyes shall not spare children. Shall what? Their eyes shall not spare children. So the same thing will be of us. We will take the sword and we will cut through pregnant women. And we, we will stomp on the unborn child. Right. Now, many of you are like, what? Well, that's what the scripture is saying. Because it is called vengeance. And that vengeance is going to be carried out to bring the nations low. Now, you say, but, 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 no, no. Let's read verse 18 one more time, please. Come. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 18. Go on. Their bows also shall dash the young men to pieces. Go on. And they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. No pity among the fruit of the womb. Go on. Their eyes shall not spare children. Go on. And Babylon, the glory of kingdoms. Read. The beauty of the Chaldees. Read. Excellency shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Read. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in, in from generation to generation. Read. Neither shall the Arabian pitch tent there. Go on. Neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. But okay, while well, we can stop there. Come. Um, so again, in fact, let me just give you. Let me just give you. Double check this. Uh, let me just double check. Bear with me just for a quick minute. <clears throat> Uh, let me see. Okay, okay, that's taking us in another direction, so I won't go there. All right, yes. So there is this view that they will be ravished, the children will be utterly destroyed, women that are pregnant will be killed, those who are of age will be massacred. It will be a bloodbath. Now, that's a hard pill for you to swallow because you're trying to wonder, well, how can that happen? Well, now, now let's go back to Revelation chapter 13 and verse 10. Now, let's go back there and read what the Most High says. Revelation chapter 13 and verse 9. If any man have an So, let's go to Exodus chapter 21. 16. Read what you got. Exodus chapter 21 and verse 16. And he that stilleth a man and selleth him. And do what? And selleth him. Read. Or if he be found in his hand. Read. He shall surely be put to death. He shall surely be put to death. Now all of this you would say that's that's horrible. The scripture says that Yahweh, Yahweh, not Yahweh Shah, it says Yahweh is a man of war. 
So again, very, very heavy. So what you ask is, is a subject matter that's difficult for many people to deal with because they say to themselves, how could this happen? But um, if those nations got away unscathed, uh, by the, it was good for them to, to ravish, rape our 12, 13, 14-year-old daughters. Remember, they came with all of their, their sin sickness. And they took it out on our boys, took it out on our daughters. Now, one will turn around and say, so you're saying that we are going to do, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. The scripture told us exactly what's going to happen, said that the children will be bashed, women will be ravished, and everyone will be killed. That's it. None of our people have any uh, molest, uh, uh, molest in them to go and molest children. That's not the will of the Most High God. All right, so, uh, that's a big pill for you to swallow. So you're going to need to go home and meditate on it. You got to go to script? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Second Thessalonians chapter one and verse six. Now, what he's going to read deals with um, goes about about the Psalms. Um, it deals with the fact that uh, it's it's going to be an honorable thing, a holy thing. Go ahead, sir. Second Thessalonians chapter one and verse six. Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Right. See? So that's their recompense. And then we'll go to Psalm 149. Begin at verse 5. <clears throat> In fact, begin at verse 1, then jump to verse 5. Psalms chapter 149 and verse 1. Praise ye the Most High. Sing unto the Most High a new song. This is going to be a new song. <laughs> Go ahead. And his praise in the congregation of saints. Right, so this is the saints who is going to do this. So it's making it clear. Go on. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Upon their beds, read. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Read. To execute vengeance upon the heathen Read. and punishments upon the people. And that's that the precept right there, Second Thessalonians chapter 1 and 6. Go on. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. Read. See, it is a righteous thing with the Most High to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Read on. And to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Most High, Yahawashai, have, have Shalaki, shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. With his mighty angels, with his army. All right, let's go back to Psalms 3, verse 8. Come, Psalms chapter 149, verse 8. Read. To bind their kings. To do what? To bind their kings. To bind their kings. Go on. With chains. With what? With chains. With chains. Go and on. with their nobles. With fetters of iron. With fetters of iron. They are going to be bound down. Go to Colossians chapter 1 and, and, and uh, th uh, 20. No, uh, Colossians 3 and 25. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 25. Read. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. See, so it says if you did wrong, 
you are going to receive for the wrong that you did. Good. You're not going to do it and think, oh, well, they didn't, they didn't um, touch us in that area. No, you'll be touched. Oh, yes, you will. Go on. So let's go back to Psalms now. Go on. Psalms chapter 149 and verse 8. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon the locking. To execute upon the judgment written. This honor have all his Hold saints. It. It, what is it? This honor have all his saints. This is an honor. Praise ye the most high. This is an honor that we have. God. This is an honor that we have. Mm. So, so this is not something that, that we're just going to go in there. It's something that must be done. God. It must be done. Otherwise, you just escape uh, the, uh, the, the, the just recompense that is needed for your actions of what you did. I mean, look, just... Just go back just a hundred years, just a hundred years. From 2020 where we are, just go back a hundred years. And guess what? There was still buck breaking our men. Yeah. Huh. You were buck breaking our men. And you felt like you, you got away with it because no punishment had been rendered unto you. That's right. See? So there's a whole lot of things going on here. All right, I can take one little bitty question more, if anyone has one. Anyone on, online? Anyone at all? Anyone here? Anyone online? Good, great, good, great. Anyone at all? Anyone at all? You've got a question there, sir? No, we clap your hands, okay. Anyone at all? Anyone at all? Any questions? All right, let me answer a short part to this question uh, that was asked. Um, the question is, go back to the book of Genesis, chapter, Genesis, uh, chapter, bear with me just for a quick moment there, Genesis. What was the question now? Chapter three. All right, all right, the question goes back with, yes. Let's uh, it's, it's, uh, right, explain. Genesis chapter four and verse seven is the question, but we're going to read from verse six to get the understanding as best as we can. Uh, yes, four and six, please. The book of Genesis chapter four and verse six. And the Most High said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? Read. If thou dost well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou dost not well, sin lieth at the door. Sin lieth at the door. Read. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Now, the question is, what does it mean, sin lies at the door? First of all, we have to establish what is the door. 
The answer to that is you've got to go to Revelations. Let's go to Revelations chapter 3 and verse 20. Sorry, 3 and 20. When you got it, go ahead and read. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. See, so now he's, he's saying, I stand at the door and knock. What is the door that he's knocking at? Continue. If any man hear my voice. Now, when it says any man, it's not speaking about the entire world. It's not talking about uh, Ammonites and, and Moabites and Elam and all of them. It's not speaking about them. He's speaking only to Israel. Come. So he said, Israel, I stand at the door and I'm knocking on the door of your mind. Come. If you hear me, Israel, read what it says. If any man hear my voice go on. and open the door and open your mind, go on. I will come into him. I will do what? I will come into him. I will come into your mind, go on. And will sup with him. And I will sup with him. In other words, I will share the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding. Come. I will share that with you. That's what he's letting us know here. But now, let's, let's drop that now because of time. I can't go deeper, but let's go back, if you please. Let's read it again. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 4 and verse 7. If thou dost well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou dost not well, sin lieth at the door. Read. And unto thee shall be his desire. In other words, you're going to have a desire to do the things of the enemy, the mm -hmm. wicked, the wicked one. And that's what happened to, to Cain. Mm -hmm. He developed a desire to do the things of the wicked one, not to do the things of the Most High God. And then when we read, it said, And unto thee shall, and unto thee shall, be his desire. His desire, go on. And thou shalt rule over him. Thou shalt rule over him. Go to First John um, 3 and 10. Go ahead and read that. Meanwhile, let me find someone. First John chapter 3 and verse 10. Go on. In this, the, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever hold it. Let's go back and read it again because I think it's a little bit quick. People are missing it. Come. And I know if you miss this, you're going to ask the question again. I know. And I sure enough know I've been dealing Read it again, sir. First John chapter 3 and verse 10. Read. In this, the children of God are manifest. The children of the Most High God are manifest. That's right. Go on. And the children of the devil. And the children of the devil. Finish it. Whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. See? So remember that this goes all the way back to Cain. That's right. Because he didn't love his brother and he didn't do the things of God. All he had to do was to do the blood sacrifice. But no, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. And, you, and when you read it, it's almost like the Most High saying to, saying to him, go on, son. 
Just do the sacrifice and, and everything is going to be all right. But no, he wouldn't do that. In fact, he fixed up his face. You know the way little children do. They screw their face and they shove their mouth out. Well, this is what King was doing. And he said to him, why is your countenance like that, son? Why are you looking like that? Now, here is, is what happened. Because, in fact, read, what verse did we begin reading back in, 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 um, in, in Genesis? Again? Chapter 7. What verse did we read? Chapter 7, what verse? No, that was chapter 4, chapter four, verse, four, seven. four verse 7. Okay. All right, now, what I, what I think I'm going to do, because obviously I can't go into it too much, but just so that we understand, jump back up to verse four, uh, jump back up to verse uh, 3, just so that we can get an understanding. Genesis chapter 3, so like chapter 4 and verse 3. <laughs> Watch this now, follow. And in process of time, go on. it came to pass Read. that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Most High. Read. And Abel, he also brought the the firstlings, Salaki, of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. Of the fat thereof. And the Most High had respect unto Abel. So he had respect unto Abel. But you'll also read where the scripture says he had respect unto Israel. That's right. Right? Come. So it shows you that and Abel was a prototype version of Israel. Good. Because he only used that term, respect, only to Israel. That's right. That's how we know that we're in the right vein here. Are you with me so far, ladies? Yes, sir. So then when we when we read on now, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. He had no respect. And Cain was very wroth. And his countenance fell. And his countenance fell. He screwed up his face, shoved his mouth like a spoiled child. Go to Exodus chapter 29 and verse 41. Exodus chapter 29 and verse 41. Let's read. Exodus chapter 29 and verse 41. Read. In the other land thou shalt offer at even, and shalt do thereto according to the meat offering. According to what? Unto the meat offering, the meat offerings read of the morning read, and according to the drink offering thereof read for a sweet savior and offering made by fire unto the most high read. This shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generation, throughout our generation. Go on at the door of the tabernacle, selecting of the congregation. Before the most high. Read. Where I will meet you. Where I will what? Where I will meet you. When you do the right offering, he will meet you. Come. And he will meet you because he said, I have respect when you do the things that are right. Come. But when you don't do the things that are right, I can't meet you because I have no respect for you. Mm. Read. So lucky. I will meet you to speak there unto thee. Read. And there I will meet with the children of Israel. So the children of Israel. So you see, you know now that it's speaking of Israel even back then, but there was a prototype. It was still in the spirit. Come on. And then when we read on, let's finish up. Let's finish up. And there I will meet with the children of Israel, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified. By my glory. By my glory. Come. By my glory. So when we go back um, uh, to verse uh, uh, verse 7, 
verse 6 and 7. Chapter 4. I'm going to stop there. Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. If thou doest well, thou shalt like it. Shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou dost not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Rule over him, and, and Satan will rule over you. And the, the answer to that is given, and we're not going to read it, I'm just going to tell you where you can read it. It's in Luke chapter 4 and verse 5 through to verse 7. Because the devil taken him into the high mountains and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And what he did was he took him and he showed him, showed him from where he was right all the way through to Nuro, all the way through to, um, to, uh, to I Claudius, and all of those um, Caesars, all the way coming all the way up. Showed him even the generations that exist now. Showed him the First World War. Showed him the Second World War. Showed him all of the political wranglings and showed him even the, the children, how they would be in captivity. So they're going to be in captivity then. You don't need to put yourself through that. That's right. So the devil is a liar. Come. All right. So we're going to stop there. And um, I know this, we'll maybe come in the future cover it in a little bit more depth, but I hope that answers your question as far as the door is concerned. The door is the mind. The door is the mind. And it's been used back in the book of Genesis as it is used in the last book, which is the book of Revelations, as we read it there in Revelation chapter 20, some chapter uh, 3 and 20. All right. Now, to all of you online, I hope that you've enjoyed the teaching today. We we, we went off, off script today. We just allowed the spirit to, to, to move, and we hope that you've been blessed by this, and we pray that you continue to support us. Now, remember this. We're trying to reach 10,000 people. Please help us to do that. We can't do it of ourselves. And the only way we can do is if you repost this type of teaching, and send it to a friend, send it overseas, send it wherever, but just send it to someone that can be blessed from this understanding. Remember, we're in the last days. We're, during this time of coronavirus and all of those things have taken place, the Bible said that these pestilence even existed back in the Old Testament. That's right. Now, since the Most High has taken us through that, he's trying to wake you up. And if he's trying to wake you up, you know, take heed. You know, touch your friend and say, listen, this is what the scriptures are saying. Get yourself ready. You know, and remember, he's coming back for Israel. That's right. So we have to be about our father's business. And so when the Most High said, where is your brother? You can say, I know where my brother is because I am my brother's keeper. That's right. So continue to support us as best as you can. We appreciate what you are able to give. From the least to the greatest, we appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you again on the Sabbath. On the behalf of us here, we'd like to say on about myself and uh, Officer Rokatayahawa, Yehobashiem, Yehobashai, Selah. Hallelujah. Dustris, uh, tell me where it is in Psalms. What? Fret not thyself. Psalms 83. I'm sorry, say again, sir. Psalms 83. Psalm, no, fret not thyself. Fret not thyself. <clears throat> Good. Let's go ahead and read it, everyone. Psalms 35, begin at verse 1. The book of Psalms, chapter 35, verse 1. Uh, no. Okay. Psalms 37. 
Go ahead. Psalms chapter 37, verse 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Go on. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. You see, these people have been up to all sorts of skullduggeries, um, nefarious acts, you know, witchcraft. Now, we don't call it what it is today. We like to use more modernistic terms, but the scripture calls it what it is. Witchcraft. Fret not thyself because of evil doers. Read on. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Whatever we see them doing, the scriptures letting us know, don't be envious of them. Don't start getting all caught up because, you know, they're doing all of this thing and, oh, I wish I could be there. No, we mustn't wish nothing that the enemy has. Because if you wish their riches, you're going to suffer the calamity of their destruction also. Don't think you're going to wish for the good and don't get the bad with it. So it tells us that we don't envy them. Let's pull a precept on that so then we'll come back here. Let's go to Psalm 73. Psalm 73, let's begin at verse 3. Psalms chapter 73, verse 3. For I was envious at the foolish. You see that? That's the precept. For I was envious of who? At the foolish. At the foolish. Now, by the way, before we go any further, let you know that I'm taking questions tonight. We, the month is finished and uh, we didn't do any Q&A. So I'd like to do Q&A. So if you have any questions, either online or you who are here present, um, I, I will take those questions and answer. I have a few questions that came in online and I'm going to try, attempt to answer those as well. So um, I do have a lesson prepared, but I just feel led to go this way. Just see how the spirit is leading. Come on. All right. So watch this now. Let's read it again. Psalms chapter 73 and verse 3. Read. For I was envious. I was what? I was, I was envious. envious. Notice it said, I was envious. Stop there. Go back to Psalms 37 and verse 1. Let's go. Psalms chapter 37 verse 1. Read. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Read. Neither be thou envious. Be what? Neither be thou envious at the workers of iniquity. See, so it's letting us know that we mustn't be envious of the workers of iniquity. So when we go back now to the to the precept for that, Psalm 73 and verse 3, watch what it says. Read. Psalm chapter 30, Saslaki. Psalms chapter 73, verse 3. Read. For I was envious at the foolish. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So when we see the wicked prospering, it's easy for us to begin to feel like, well, I would like to have a house or a car. I would like to have what they have. You know, two point, you know, five children and all of that. No. You don't want nothing that they have. You, whatever you need, you ask the most high for, and he will give you according to your needs. Because remember, we're only in this life dealing with our needs at this time. This is not the time for us to live in high up on the hill like we are a hog on a hill. We're right at this point living through our captivity. That's what we're doing. 
We're existing. We're just getting through this. The scripture lets us know that we're, we're, we're like pilgrims. So from here, uh, did, did, did we finish that? Yes, sir. Let's go to Luke 16 and 15, then we'll go back to Psalms. What did I say? Luke 16 and 16. Go ahead and read what you got. Luke chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts. Read it again, sir. And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves. You justify yourself, go on. Before men. Before who? Before men. Read. But God knoweth your hearts. Go on. For that which is highly esteemed among men. Is abomination. Is what? Is no, abomination. So the things that are highly esteemed among men is an abomination. Read. In the sight of God. In the sight of the Most High God. God. Let's go back. That's those are leading precepts, by the way. So um, keep them in order as you see fit. Let's, 37 and verse 2. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 2. Read. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. As what? As the, the green, green herb. As the green herbs. Hmm. Hold that. Let's go to Psalms chapter 90 and verse, uh, verse 5. Psalms 19 verse 5. Let's run there real quick. Psalms chapter 90. And verse five. Let's read Psalms chapter ninety and verse five. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. As what? As with a flood. Read. They are as a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. Read. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and and withereth. And it withers away. Now, it, notice it uses the term evening because morning and evening in the scriptures are always dealing with periods of time. Periods of time. So, to, to get a better understanding, let's go to Job 4 and, and, and 20. We're still going back to Psalms, uh, but let's go to Job chapter, what did I say? 4 verse, verse 20. 20. Good, let's read. Job chapter 4 and verse 20. They are destroyed from morning to evening. See that? They are destroyed from morning to evening. Go on. They perish forever without any regarding it. Hallelujah. Okay. So it's letting us know how the wicked are. They are destroyed from the morning to the evening. They perish for even without any regarding it. All right, so that, that's a perfect um, precept there. Come on. All right, let's go back, if you please. Let's read uh, verse 2 again. And let's put another precept before we go on. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 2. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass. Like what? Like the grass. Go on. And wither as the green herb. Good. Psalms, uh, sorry, Job 20, Job 24, 
and 23. 24 and 23, 24 and 23. Go ahead. Job chapter 24 and verse 23. Though it be given him to be in safety, whereon he rested, yet his eyes are upon their ways. His eyes are what? Yet his eyes are upon their ways. Go on. They are exalted for a little while, but are gone and brought low. Go on. They are taken out of the way. They as are what? They are taken out of the way Read. as all other and cut off as the tops of the ears of corn. Read. And if it be not so now, who will make me a liar? Who will make him a liar? And make my speech nothing worth. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that means when he says it, that settles it. And it's finished. It's done. So the wonderful thing here that we're seeing that the Mosai is showing us that even though they have gone through these devices, they made up this um, virus um, and they patented it back in the turn of the, of, the, of the last century, back in the early 1900s. And they did that. And today they've released it. And in fact, I, I like to read some of these books that they have out, of the, out there. And some of those books are showing you political individuals, um, millionaires who obviously they're rich enough that they spend their money gauging what's going on in the world. And you'll hear them make statements like, the world cannot continue to exist with the amount of people that's in it as it is. They're telling you that. You have a question, man? Oh, any questions, any questions? All right, so with all of this, we begin to see that the enemy, he's laboring day and night. In fact, there's a scripture that says that he, he stayed awake at night um, uh, discovering mischief. I saw what he could do, <laughs> this enemy. Let's read on from uh, 37, let's read verse three, if you please. Psalms chapter 37 and verse three. Mm -hmm. Trust in the Most High and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and privily thou shalt be fed. So he says, trust in the Lord, thy Yahweh, trust him, and do good. Okay. The scripture says the steps of a good man are ordered That's of right. the Lord. So we must do good. It's part of what we've been called to do. And then he goes on to say, so shall thou dwell in the land, wherever it is that we are, we, are, we will dwell there. And verily thou shalt be fed. Okay. We will be fed. In other words, we will be nourished there by, by him. Okay. Even though they will try to give us the sloth, the Most High will turn it into something else and it will nourish us. Even though they'll put poison in it to try and cut us off or to reduce our ability to reproduce children, the Most High will nullify all of that. The enemy is working night and day to destroy um, his, his people. But then when we read further, read, verse, read further on. Verse 4, delight thyself also in the Most High. The word delight, ladies and gentlemen, when we read it, we must uh, get acquainted with it. Uh, so when we use the word delight thyself, what is it basically saying? 
When you delight yourself in something, what does it mean? Rejoice. Enjoy. Rejoice. Rejoice. What else? Anyone else? To delight, what does it mean? Delight. 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 Please, I say. Hmm? Delight thy soul in the most high. So what is it basically saying, ladies and gentlemen? What does it say? What does it say? Take great pleasure. All right, let's go to Isaiah 58. 58 and 14. Isaiah 58 and 14. Go ahead, Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 14. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Most High. Oh. So, read it again. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Most High. So we are to delight ourselves in Him. Okay. Go on. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Read. And feed thee in the heritage of Jacob, thy father. Read. For the mouth of the Most High have spoken it. So if he has said it, who can take it or turn it away? Who can make it different? So it's making us to know here that we must delight ourselves in the Most High. Khan? Yeah. Right, let's go back to, uh, we're going to stop at verse, uh, uh, we're going to stop at verse 8, but let, let's go back and read where we left off. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 5. Commit thy way. Is, what did he say? Commit thy way unto the Most High. Unto the Most High. We must commit our way to the Most High. Go on. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring it to pass. Run with me, if you please, down to uh, Psalms. Uh, let's see where we are. Let's go to Psalms 55 and 22. Mm -hmm. All right, let's read. Psalms chapter 55 and verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Most High. Whatever you are struggling with, mm. whatever you're dealing with, it's too heavy for you. Scripture says, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Here he is now saying, cast thy burdens upon the Most High. And he shall what? He shall sustain thee. In other words, he will keep you. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling. And to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So it's letting us know now that he will sustain us. Then he says what? Read. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Woo! Never suffer the righteous to be moved. God. He's letting you know now that no matter who tries to rub you out, burn you out, disease you out, he says he will not allow the righteous to be moved until he's ready to move you. So now when we go back, let's go back to uh, Psalms 37. <clears throat> Psalms chapter 37 and verse 6. Salaki, verse 5. 
Commit thy way unto the Most High. Commit thy way unto the Most High. Read. Trust also in Him. Trust also in Him. And He shall bring it to pass. And He'll bring everything to pass. And it's lucky. Verse 6. And He shall bring forth thy righteousness. Read. As the light. As what? As, as the, the light. light. Go on. And thy judgment as the noonday. As the noonday. Uh, John 11, 17, just run there. Pretty separate with that. <clears throat> Let's read. The book of John, chapter 11 and verse 17. Then when Yehoshaphat came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Great. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, Great. about 15 furlongs off. And as many of the Jews came to Martha gone. and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Yehoshua was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Go on. Then said Martha unto Yehoshua, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, Whatsoever thou wilt ask. There of, it is. There it is. Go on. Whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Yahweh said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. And you can encourage one another and say what, regardless of what you're going through, you shall rise again. You're going to rise again. You're going to rise again. Yes, sir. All right, let's go. Um, back to Psalms 37. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 6. And he said, shall bring Salaki, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Read. Rest in the Most High. So it's telling you to be still. Be still. Rest in the Most High. Go on. And wait patiently for Him. And we must wait patiently. This is part of what our ministry is about. That's right. Being patient. Who can give me a precept for that? Clue. Revelations. 13.10. All right. Revelations chapter 13. Let's read verse 10. Revelation chapter 13 and verse 10. Go on. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. Go on. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Must be what? Must be killed with the sword. Go on. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. All right. That's, that's good. But the one that I uh, prefer in this case is... 14 and 12. 14, 12. <clears throat> Let's read. Revelation chapter 14 and verse 12. Read. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God. Do what? Keep the commandments of God. Our job is to keep the commandments of the Most High regardless of what we're dealing with. God. No matter what the circumstances say, keep the commandments of the Most High. Go on. And the faith. And what? And the faith of Yahweh. And keep the faith also. 
Keep the faith. All right. Let's go back. Let's go back to uh, Psalms 37. And let's uh, read verse 7. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 7. Rest in the Most High and wait patiently for Him. Read. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way. Don't fret. Don't fret. Stop the fretting. Go on. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices. Because of what? Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices. He brings wicked devices. Which man are we talking about? Esau. Esau. Read. So lucky that uh, wicked devices to pass. Read. Cease from anger. Cease from your anger. Read. And forsake wrath. And forsake the wrath. In other words, don't don't try to bring up an insurrection on your own. You won't make it. Because remember, Esau is where he is because the most I put him there. That's right. We can't take him out. The one who put him there is the one who has to take him out of there. Come. Let's read. Salaki. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise. Fret not thyself in any wise. Read. To do evil. To do evil. Come uh, all right, so um, hopefully that has kind of answered that question <laughs> a long way. So um, do we have any other questions that anyone has um, that you would like to ask? You may welcome to ask those questions now, and I will go into them. All right, go ahead. In Psalms 139. Psalms 139. It's, let's see, 14 through 16. Can we please read that? And... Um, and, um, 139, and what is your question there? Um, well, 139, I'm, what did you say? 14 through, 16. 14 through 16, okay. When I read it, to me, it was talking about regeneration, mm -hmm. and it was talking about how we were created in the depths, and that the Most High hid us and um, in the lowest parts of the earth when we were created. And... Um, all of our members, to me, that was talking about, to me, from what I'm understanding from it, is talking about all of our lives, mm -hmm. where they are all compounded, and he knew who we would be in sequence. And so, um, I just wanted to know if that's correct. All right. Let's, uh, let's break it down. Let's begin reading. Um, Psalms, chapter 139, and verse 14. Go on. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am what? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And wonderfully made. Go on. Marvelous are thy works. Marvelous are thy works. Okay. Uh, so he's, he's literally saying that we have been framed well. Good. Now, remember, <clears throat> for years it has been the teaching of the wicked to always let you know that you're not special. That's right. In fact, they go so far to begin teaching you this from when you're in grade school, when you're in the, the beginnings of your school. Yeah. They will tell you, use words like this, you've got nappy hair. Okay. Now, it's, I'm always sad when I hear our own people use expressions like that among each other, that you say, we have nappy hair. Who told you that? In fact, Paul put it this way. Who has bewitched you? Mm. Right. That's right. 
So who made you feel like you can call your own brethren and say, you got nappy hair? When the scripture tells us that our hair is curled, curly hair. Our hair is like lamb's wool. One of the most sweet and gentle creatures on the planet. He's telling you that your hair is like that. But someone wants to roughhouse you, make you think of yourself less than who you are. Your nose is too big. And then our people foolishly go and want to straighten their nose. Mm. To the, and hold it, because we don't have bent nose, by the way. We don't have crook nose, by the right. way. So we have good nose. But what, they're trying to make you squeeze that thing down like it has to be some kind of binocular nose and all of that. Bear this in mind. Why do you think we run so well? Why do you think we have the ability that we can take, look at all of the creatures that have power behind them. Look at their nostrils, how it has been shaped. Because it has to allow air to get into the body to create a combustion for them to push or breathe out. From the sea creatures to the land creatures that, that walks upon the surface. Why is it that their nose happen to have a resemblance of our nostrils in terms of the openness of it? And that the other nations don't come anywhere close to it. And you're going to tell me you have a crooked nose? Like those of, the, of, of, of Persian descent. And that's beautiful. And you see when they turn that side profile, you think you're looking at some pink chicken. Yeah. True. But it made you feel bad about your hair, made you feel bad about your nose, made you feel bad about your color. Yet when we read the scripture, it said, read it again from the top, sir. Psalms chapter 139, verse 14. I will praise thee. I will praise him. Praise him for what I have. Why? Read. For I am fearfully. I'm fearfully. Read. And wonderfully and I'm made. wonderfully made. If we didn't read another line, right there, you'd need to have your chest puffed out and your chin up. But you know who you are. Read. Marvelous are thy works. And he says that the works that he put into us, they're marvelous. And the word marvel or marvelous always comes from the short word we use, which is marvel, meaning it's out of our mind. We just don't know how this is done. Yeah. How incredible is this thing? They, marvelous is that word that is done on us. And notice how they make their superhero comics, Mr. Marvel, Miss Marvel. Right. Yeah. Wrong yeah. set of people. Yeah. That's right. We the Marvel. That's right. We the Captain Marvel. Yeah. 